I'd wear Chanel. If I was a woman, I'd wear Chanel every fucking day. All I wear would be Chanel. Summer Chanel, winter Chanel, Chanel purses. I would love it. I would love it, love it, love it. If I was a high power executive, I would wear Chanel. I'm like, Karen, you have to wear Chanel. <laughs> and she's Why? Like, I don't understand this. Just what, what would you wear if you were a high-powered woman? Uh, if I was a high-powered executive, there's no question I'd be all in Under Armour. <laughs> a dress barn? <laughs> As a woman? A dress barn. Can there be a worse name for a women's clothing store than dress barn? <laughs> Who the hell started that? That is even successful. Someone must have put it on there and said, look, I'm going to do this as a joke. And it's right. Yeah. What's the last place you would put clothes in? A barn. Dress zoo. Yeah, Yeah, like who's in a barn? Cows. You know what I mean? What what was second place? Stable Uh, dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Was it skirt sewer? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's true. I, I talked to one of our active listeners today, yesterday, and they were saying that. Did you say yesterday? Um, active, active listeners yesterday. Okay. And and they said that listening to us talk um, um, is puts them to sleep sometimes. Oh my God! I don't even mm-hmm. know how to take that. Mm-hmm. So and they know. also said, if I may, uh, yeah, that I may. was that I was the. <laughs> well, you asked. I was the Beyonce of the show. Yeah, the Beyonce. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> that you had to you had to be heard over everybody. They else? said they said that Dave is the rock, Josh is funny. <laughs> Dave is the rock funny. or a rock? Yeah, I'm the oh, rock. I'm sure the it's yeah. the is better than uh. Yeah, and yeah, no, 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 the. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's just a rock. That's yeah. funny. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FTS Podcast, Friends Talking Shop. I'm your host, Dave. Uh, what I hear, I am the rock of the podcast. I'm not funny or Beyonce. I am just the, uh, a rock. A That's, rock. Well, there's a, there's a bit of hearsay there. You know, you know, you know me with my tall tales. Oh, is this an embellishment? Okay. <laughs> so, embellishment. So to clue you in, uh, Omar was telling me, one of you listeners out there who is very kind to give some feedback to Omar, uh, told him that he was the star of the show, basically. Yes. Um, and well, I am just a rock. Now, there. I thought our conversations are privy. What? No, Josh records all these, and he'll put them in the beginning yeah, of the no, show. But no one will have heard that. That's literally the opposite of privy, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's keep going. This is uh, your. I'm your host, Dave. This is episode 49. 49th podcast. We are wow. one away from our 50th anniversary show, which we are Crazy. lining up. An amazing lineup for you on the 50th. A lot of celebs. Uh, got, a lot yep, of celebs. Big celebrities are stopping in. Big giveaways. Uh, it's probably going to be our longest <laughs> podcast. We're reserving a good eight-hour clip for us to, to do the 50th podcast. You will not be disappointed. Set your <laughs> take off work and be ready for it. Uh, you, know, you know what our lead-in music should be? Uh, yeah, nah, 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 nah. that's kind of copyrighted. Oh, it is. Yeah, but I now what's I don't know what the story is. If you do only a certain amount on Spotify, like can you get away with like some copyright music? I'm not sure how that. I works, don't think but. we're allowed to use copyright music at all. Yeah, that's we just stay away. Our our right. attorneys, our team of attorneys, have told us just stay but, away completely. Yeah, like yeah. what? Like what happens? Like what's the worst that could happen to us? Death. <laughs> 
Yeah. That would uh, be someone once thing. used uh, Can't Touch Us by MC Hammer, and he uh, decapitated them. That's a true story. <laughs> so I don't want that happening. Strange it's not, tales. It's just not worth it. Tales. Yeah. Well, let's continue on with the podcast. As I said, I'm your host, Dave, and uh, I am doing fine because I just got back from the Canadian Rockies. I won't go into detail of my week-long trip to the Canadian Rockies because Omar doesn't want to hear apparently anything more about my trip. <laughs> I, I spoke a few seconds I just, too long. Look, look, I think if you're going to go through uh, one of these – it's like you tell me how you got from St. Louis to New York. I don't want to hear about the car ride and the Uber and, and the airplane. and the, He and wasn't telling that part. You're not, he was telling it, about – It was what? as interesting as this. He, has, he was talking about it in a very monotone way. There's no excitement in his voice. He didn't want to talk about it. Look, you're, I can't be a rock and be exciting. Like I've got my right. role. I've got a, He's a rock. Role. No, the, here's the issue. Here's Josh is, is, is categorically uncomfortable with silence. So he was pulling stuff out of you. To, oh, he so didn't. Is that true, Josh? You didn't care. He doesn't care no, about your vacation. Care? I, I asked pertinent questions that I cared you about. Want to, you want to remind us what Dave was talking about? Do you remember anything that he said? I remember it all. He Give us an about, example. Uh, he talked about the bear he saw. <laughs> that was a video. <laughs> yeah, but he I saw did. it. I did. I, I saw a grizzly bear, and, and it was bear. a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. He talked about the, uh, the the color of the water. He talked yeah. about how it was the that was resort feel, but camping yeah. outside, resort inside, camping outside. Very good. Yeah, yep. listen to everything. That's right. actually, Thanks. you know what? I will, you know, say the picture he talked you about sent that rash on his nether regions. He talked about everything. We heard yeah. it all. The picture you sent of of that was actually quite spectacular. So that was, was worth that was worth sending. I feel like my contribution to the podcast isn't to be funny or to be weird. Um, <laughs> But it's to inform people. And I would say if you haven't been to the Canadian Rockies, especially as like a, a couple and you want an anniversary trip, it's not too far away. You know, it's not like going to Europe. It is spectacular. And June is a good time to go. That's my public service announcement real quick. I have a great idea for a business. Ready? Right. Your Tourette's is out no, of control. No, wait a second. I'm talking about it. Gotten, I will, we I will even transition it. Intros. We I will even transition email it. address. And you no. are – David said, David said, great place for couples to go to. Yes. No one speaks to the guy with a dog community. Mm. So we should have a book <laughs> about places to go if you're a guy with a dog. Mm. Right? That's really not a business opportunity. That's just a book. <laughs> but I actually would recommend this place for you and Miles as well. Oh, oh. I, I do. I, I think it's, you know, you take it outside. You have lots of places to hike. <laughs> Amazing. I, I you know what it's click. called? It's called TripAdvisor, and there's a little box that says allows pets, and you click it, <laughs> and there you go. And now you've got your, your whole business. Oh, man. Joshy. All right. Well, let me introduce our other hosts here to move this along. Uh, so we got to quickly get to episode 50 as quickly as possible. So yeah. we got to burn through this 49th episode. You want to tell them how to reach us, Dave? Uh, well, I will do that in a second, oh, Josh. Right. I'm hosting, nice. and I'll do it in my time. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So uh, let me ask you, Josh, how are you? Josh is another one of our hosts. How are you doing today, Josh? <laughs> I'm doing – I could be better. I'm doing all right. I, uh, I threw my back out for the third time. Oh, my God. Yes, for the third time uh, right before the July 4th weekend. So that was absolutely brutal. So uh, I was at the beach and had to get uh, everything carried for me, uh, my chair. It was, it was awful. I could barely throw cornhole. Or bags, Dave. I don't want you laughing at the name. I'm already on it. Yeah, I could barely throw that. I didn't get up to do that till the Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, I was able to throw without much pain. But it's uh, yeah, it's brutal. But I did watch as as is a um, 
a tradition, I guess, for everyone. Tell me if you guys watch it. Um, every July 4th weekend, they play Back to the Future. And do you know why? Mm-hmm. On TV, the original Back to the Future. I don't know why. Really? Wait, is there a July 4th uh, open because of the clock? Why? No. Nope. It's because the movie came out July 3rd. And so every July 4th, that's how I equate it. It's July 4th weekend. It's really July 3rd. They play that's it on July not, 3rd. That doesn't make, it should be Independence Day would make more sense. Well, the, no, no, no. Independence Day, Independence Day, they, they play the movie Independence Day. Yeah, on Independence What? I'm talking, <laughs> but that's July 4th. <laughs> what are you saying? Dave's makes sense. <laughs> what I'm telling you is Back to the Future. I love was Josh. released in 1985 on July 3rd. And so every year on July 3rd, they play Back to the Future. And I always – I don't watch the whole thing, but I always flip around because it's a good movie. Yeah. And for those for those of our listeners who haven't seen it, well, one of you, I imagine everybody's seen Back to the Future. Do you think they could make that movie today? They could not. Yeah, why? I think they could. I, well, there's a little – well, I'll tell you why. I, I, you, you, okay, so Biff basically rapes his mother, you know, but he is he is the bad guy, right? Yeah, and, and he, he is, well, he and he's he's saved, he's saved, right? Yeah, so what it, what about it? I, I don't understand what. Oh, you know, the scene where the terrorists come out. Yeah, the Libyans. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah right. and that's actually the scene that I that I was watching. That was I was thinking that too. That's my favorite so, scene. So for those who don't know the movie, it's this high school kid. Played by Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, and he basically now here's the part that disturbs me, and I want to get your take on this. This is what I was going to bring up, but he is friends with a middle-aged scientist, Doctor uh, Emmett Brown. Middle-aged? Yeah, don't you think he's like fifty years old, fifty-five? What? Wait, wait, hold on. Am I am I middle? Am I middle-aged? Yeah, you're middle-aged. Doc Brown has I got am. like wild white hair that I remember. I thought he'd be old. I wouldn't consider. So you think him. he's older? I think he's older. Okay, maybe he's older. Even worse. Even worse for my story. So he's he's friends with this scientist. Let's call him 65, right? Okay. Mad scientist who, who creates a time machine, and yeah, and and Marty McFly and goes back and then has to correct things because he screws up his whole family dynamic and everything else. But anyway. But the part – I rewatched it this time, this weekend, and I went in, my, in the same vein when – I don't know if you remember several episodes ago where I talked about Revenge of the Nerds as my, as my topic yep. and how you watch it back and you go, wait a second. This is – Watch Benny, right? <laughs> right. I'm going, the nerds committed felonies. You know, This is a completely different movie watching it in today's world. This one struck me too because I'm thinking they never – they, the movie, the movie makers – Never come up with a backstory or at least show you the backstory on how this high school kid is best friends with a 65, 70-year-old bad scientist. They just jump right into it and just want the audience to just go, oh, okay, these guys are friends. Makes sense. Hmm. This is a single man, this crazy scientist, Dr. Brown, is best friends with a high school kid? Is there is Isn't there a topless scene in that movie? There's no topless scene in that movie. No, it's not. I don't know what you're thinking. Is of, that yeah. what you're thinking about? Why I'm talking? <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking about some, what else. You're thinking of some spoof you've watched, probably. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do you do you think that, that it, isn't that weird? Did you? I mean, I know I didn't watch it when I originally watched it. I just accepted it. Well, okay, yeah, fine. These friends. I don't know. I don't know. Like you know, if it's That's a neighbor weird. or something. I mean, yeah, I, people have people eccentric neighbor friends. He's you not know? a neighbor. He doesn't live next door, and he's yeah. like the main. He's his best friend. But there's so much of a gap 
I don't know. It's I, I feel like uh, I never thought about that. Yeah. I think it's it's the incest. Really, the incest yeah, bothers me. I haven't either. That, that the movie incest. Is, the, well, of course, the incest bothers you, but they never go through with that. And, no, and they but, also don't know that they're mother and son. Well, she doesn't know he's she's her his mother. Right, right. But still, it's uncomfortable to watch with with your mother. Right? Do you but watch it with? Yeah, your mom and the, the whole room? family. We were all around the couch and we flipped yeah. around. It was awesome. That's, and we, that's we, we watched that part. That's weird. But no, it, I mean that's nice. I just I just think it's incredibly weird that they don't set up that there's a that there's some sort of relationship history here. So at least we know the origins of how these two became friends. They just jump right in like, you know, that first scene, he gets out of bed and he's going to school and then he meets Doc Brown. I'm going I what actually the brought hell that movie this? up the other day. Um because when remember when Biff um got the betting thing? And he became that, a billionaire. That, that's that's Back to the Future too. Yes, that was I, two. Yeah, that's not the, the original. That's with not the the, original. the sports almanac. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Which is the whole reason I'd want to go Back to the Future. I think about anyway. that premise yes, often. Of course. I, yeah. I mean, I actually kind of think it through. Like, if I had it, how would I exactly do it? Would I would I just bet go on to Vegas? You go to Vegas. Well, of course, I go to Vegas. But would you just do the Super Bowl and the World Series? We do every game. Like, how much would you put down? Like, would you, you got to be strategic out? about it because you don't want anyone catching on to you. I mean, if you if you're winning every bet, they're going to know lose. that you, you went back lose every so and got a yeah. You have to lose, lose once in a while. You have you to make lose. a big pitch. Like, would you pick like? Remember when the Twins? You know who'd be very good or? at this is Bernie Madoff. What? Yeah. No. You see, at a return stream, that was like wasn't that great. But was good enough to get money. He was good at hiding it. I yeah, say, sometimes I just, you come up with something where I feel like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and then I think, no, that's actually not yeah. too bad. I, yeah, everything, I, everything I say, Josh just rips into. I it. think it was pretty dumb. He got caught. Go a second. You know what? You remind me of my oldest sister. He went to prison. Nothing, nothing is good enough. But his point is that he was able to hide his earnings mm-hmm. for a long time, like, Correct. like you a, would. Yes, but there's a big difference. Look, if you go back in time and get a sports almanac and then go back. Yes, there is a difference. (laughs) Right. Or you go not back in time. He went forward in time, got the sports almanac, and then went back in time, back, and then kept the almanac, and then he knew all the winners. So you have to lose a couple, and you'd have to spread your bets around. But you actually could do just one ginormous bet on a long shot, and then that's it. That's all you need. Well, what would you rather right. have? Would you rather have the Sparks Almanac like that or like a 10 See, years version know what, of the actually, Wall Street Journal? Well, hold on, Omar. I didn't hear the question. What was it? Uh, uh, like a, a a monthly newspaper of the Wall Street Journal yeah. for like four, three years or something. Ooh. Would you rather do stocks or would you rather do sports betting? Because I think if you had stocks, you could get away with much bigger numbers than the sports actually I think is kind of challenging. You'd have no to – No question. You, right? You, yeah, there's no question. But you could do like – I mean I can't think of anything, but you, you – you, you could do like if there was a Super Bowl winner for a year, right? And they're a long shot. I'm trying to think who, what year that would be. But there's, well, I think there's, like the Atlanta Braves when they won the World Series. Yes, right. But if you bet that before the season starts, the, the odds are astronomical. Right. So I mean, it, it would be phenomenal. Or just horse races. You could, yeah. you could you could get exactas correct. You know. Yeah. And, and your and odds I, would be so, but you can only. I think you can only do a couple. But if like if you knew what the S and P was doing, my goodness, you know you, you right. I mean, that, but it, it would be. Eh, I don't think it would be easier because it would be longer to collect your winnings, unless you did everything you know with options. And now we're getting a little, <laughs> a little technical <laughs> here that people don't want to know. Sure, if we did a swap option 
And, I think it would be uh, yeah. more exciting. It would be more exciting if you did the sports thing and you're surrounded by people and you told people, here's, here's a lock. This is a lock. The Braves are going to win the World Series this year. Lock right. it in right now. And then you, you know, and then you get reputation and everyone's like, wow, this guy's unbelievable. He picked, right. he picks all the win. And it'll be more exciting and cooler, I think. I'd rather cool. do the sports. I'm going to okay. do the sports, Ben. How about you, Omar? Yeah, I was thinking about like if doing it because it's like the Heisenberg principle thing almost. Where like if you're actually betting large amounts of money on games, could it actually alter the results of future games going forward? Oh, I thought about that events. too. Oh, well, wow. think about what that great... from an investing point of view. Let's say all of a sudden you are like the master. You know where Marcus going to go. Now all of a that sudden change you're things. changing behavior. Like yeah, that would change things. Better. Right. Plus, if you bet a lot, Dave, in the market, that could actually move and get noticed. That's right. That's right. So it might yeah. fail. Maybe right. it's just enough to tip someone in a way that, you know, I don't you think, might not I don't work. think you placing a sports wager is going to change anything. Unless it's fixed. Yeah, but, but you already know. It's, you have the almanac. Yeah, well, that's the question. Is your bet yeah. changing the future? Yeah. And you think no. Yeah, I don't think so. It's I'm going to say question. no. I'd like to try it out. I'll tell you that much. Yes, I would too. I think about that idea a lot of like, if I had that almanac, how it exactly would I do that? Oh, it'd be That'd so be, cool. It'd be yeah. so cool. And you'd maze all your friends. Friends would be like, wow, this guy's unbelievable. I'd fake charts. But would, but would they really be your friends? <laughs> what are you talking about? They're your friends before you got the almanac. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Omar, right. you, you are our third host. Uh, how are you doing? Tell us something about your life that's going on. Um, I am really happy to see you guys. Number nice. one. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. Um, and, uh, I've had a really, I realized, um, a few days ago that I don't feel that I was putting my best effort into, uh, the, our previous podcast. What? Yeah. I don't, I didn't feel I was. Uh, the no. Yeah, no. and so I'm like, you know what? I need to be more because Josh is. You guys are both consistent. I think I have a little bit more volatility. I, well, maybe <laughs> maybe we're each of our hard, own harshest critics. Do you guys think that you guys have good ones and bad ones? Energy yes. wise, sure. no question. Energy yeah, wise, no question. you do. I think yeah, you have no good ones and bad ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Josh reminds me of uh, uh, this pesky point guard for the for the NC State, Chris Corciani. Oh, Chris Corciani. You know? yeah. yeah, always that was a long brought, time ago. That was always, in the 90s. always brought the energy every day. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. David, you're more of like a like a Luke Longley, quite. Or, no, that's not, that's not good. I don't or want to like a big like big country. Brian Reeves, <laughs> big country. <laughs> that's a horrible analogy. Yeah, uh, why was that supposed to be some kind of a compliment? So as you, okay, trivia. Where did he play basketball? Who? Big country. Uh, Oklahoma State. Oh, yeah, look at you. Josh is so proud of himself. Wow, you crushed him. Well done. Big country. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm fantastic. Never, big never country and a rock. That's the two things I've been told. Well, well, what, so you're happy to see us. That's good. And, and, uh, you have Miles. It looks like you're in a happy place. I have Miles. I was here July 4th. I didn't travel. Um, do you guys, do you guys remember where you were last July 4th? Yeah, Ooh, same place I was this July 4th. So do you remember? Okay, so you're okay. Do you remember immediately, Josh? Dave, do you remember? Oh yes, my daughter got married on July second, so it would have been right after oh. her. She's been. She just were there. Uh, were there? Were there fireworks that night? Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I doubt it. Josh, do you remember my, da- my daughter would never. <laughs> Josh, I get nothing from you, Josh. You know, you got a little. It was good. 
All I saw <laughs> the top of your teeth. Which, by the way, I can always I can always see the top of your teeth. <laughs> don't you? I don't want to talk about smile. it. Different topic. I love you guys. Anyway, well, I'm fantastic. All right, and Josh, we, I hope you didn't brush off your bad back. You're, you did you're not. You're gonna be all right. You're right. No, I, I mean it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's like the getting old and it's yeah. that aging. But Josh, besides, can I ask you yeah. something? Besides yeah. playing sports, and you and you are, and I'm I'm quite jealous of the that you get to engage a part of your, your brain and stuff. I am. But do you do anything like do you work out? Yes. Lift weights. Yes, I do. How many? How many? Push-ups can you do, Josh? Oh, I don't do push-ups. But how many could you do? Ten? No, I can do a lot of push-ups. Like oh, well, Dave Erickson style, or like me, or like my style. Oh come on! I, I could do. I don't even know what that. Means, I have pictures yeah, I that could show. I could, I could do legitimate. push-ups. David goes down three and a half inches. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Look, the problem. Even, that push-up contest that Omar and I did. He stopped after like fifteen. To take his chain off, and then he resumed, and yeah, I counted that as a total. So, yeah, it's, it's don't you good. tell me about my how much I lower my push-ups. You know what? That is actually that is a fair thing to say, David. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I I really appreciate you telling me that. <laughs> so, are you bringing energy uh, today? Is that what I'm hearing, Elmar? Because you you, you I think so. Back I, last I started off really slow today, okay, and then um, the momentum picked up and. Yeah, I feel really, I feel actually like, you know, I'm going to make it. You know right. what it is? It's when you host versus when you don't host. Yeah. I think, that's I think that might be right. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He likes to kind of sneak in the shadows and then wham, yeah, you know. That's what you like. Step over all of our comments. That's yeah. that's more his style. Yeah, That's his style. Yeah, I like it. All right. All right. Well, let's get through some of the particulars. Uh, so, again, you're listening to the podcast FDS Friends Talking Shop. We'd love to hear from you. We have an email address. Uh, we had oh, there just we get so many emails I can't so contain it. But we want so more. We want, we want more. more. The email address is friends at fts dot media, no dot com or dot net or anything like that. Just friends no. plural at fts dot media. And if you like to see our website, which is constantly being updated with new content, lots All the of time. videos. Um, it's like an only. What do you call it? OnlyFans? What you, is no, that it's not OnlyFans. That's the wrong analogy. Is that? It's, I'm uh, sorry. No, our our yeah. website's only yeah. only three fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not. I, and that website is uh, friends. <laughs> uh, I, that website is friendstalkingshop.weebly.com. That is friendstalkingshop one word dot weebly w e e b l y dot com. So check it out. Our OnlyFans site is is linked uh, to that to that <laughs> website, uh, and then uh, we uh, we talked about that we are our whiskey giveaway is over. Yes, uh, we are sponsored by this product. Uh, Josh, you're so good at it, and my memory is not so good. Can you do the advertisement real quick? Sure. Proud sponsor, Deacon Whiskey, yes. Smoky, Sweet, and Pete. Deacon yes. Whiskey. Thank you, Josh. Yes. And then let's describe the podcast. What you'll be hearing <laughs> is. Uh, Kind of like what you've heard so far, a lot of mindless banter. But we do have some structure. Each of us comes ready with a topic, or at least two of us come ready with a topic. Another person comes up <laughs> with the topic as we go, and we will discuss it. We have not discussed it ahead of time. And I'll go first. Since I'm the host, I can choose. I'll go first. All right. All right. And it has to do with my trip to Canada, Omar. Are you ready? For the love of God. I watched a show. On my trip to Canada. So that's, and the show 
is called Muscles and Mayhem, an unauthorized Ooh, story. Yes. American, American Gladiator. Gladiators. Yes. I'm not through it all the way yet. Okay. I well, I think we can still talk. I, well, yeah. Can I spoil? I mean, is there oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. spoiling American Gladiators? You can do it's, it. You can do it. They, uh, it got canceled. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, so, and also it's the unauthorized story. So like, Almost all of the participants are, and the directors and like producers are all out there. Like, who who, yeah. who needs to authorize it to become an authorized version? Is it the maybe the person who owns it? Yeah, uh, I, I, I think like there's got to be a company or a network that owns American Gladiators. That probably yeah, I, I guess okay. that's right. So, but they got all the Gladiators: Nitro, yeah. Gemini, Ice. That, that was that was my that was the best show. I love that show. So, explain, so, Dave, tell people what it is. Okay. A lot of people probably haven't seen it. Yep. So I'll explain it, and then I want to ask if you guys watched okay. it. So this is it. back in the '80s. I think it started in '89, '88, '89, I think. And uh, this was before reality TV that we know. It. There's so much out there now, and especially now, like on Netflix, we're watching a show called Sirens, which is a Korean yeah. show. It's it's women who are in teams of four, like the police. They're police, fire, stunt people. Like they're a team and they're on an island and they're like basically playing capture the flag. They can fight each other for the flag, all this kind of stuff. Oh, cool. All this is like what a cool show we were watching it. But back in the eighties, this was all new, right? Oh yeah. And what they did is they put a show together where normal people would fight against these gladiators. These were steroid fueled uh, <laughs> bodybuilder type people. And then we play these games. Is that proven? Yes. Yeah, it's part of and the, they, it's part they of the documentary. Yeah, they admit yeah. it. Um, yeah. There's one point I think Nitro says I was, took steroids and I stopped, and then yeah. later he's like I was going oh, on shit. a trip on tour and I couldn't pack all my needles, so he like <laughs> contradicts himself. <laughs> he might have he might have been doing needle point in his defense. <laughs> yes, he that's true. Been selling. He could have been a big knitter. Yeah. You're right. Um, and they play games, and uh, you know if the American if the common person could win, they'd get some kind of cash prize. But they would play games like uh, um, joust. Joust, yep, where they would yep. have like these big cotton swab, like big sticks where they try and hit each other off the platform. They would yep. climb up a, a wall and the gladiator would chase you and try and pull you off. And the they're wall. dressed basically in like American flags. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's the gladiators, right. they're all red, white, and blue. But the men and women who are gladiators, they're both big. I mean, muscular, uh, power lifter. Right, and just to be clear to the audience, this isn't Josh after like a trip to Arby's. That's big. right. right. This, this is, is yeah. like muscle. A real, right. a real man. Yes, that's right. Real muscle. Real, that's right. real women. That's right. So, mm-hmm. and uh, it was an interesting arc. You know, at first they would have the contestants would be also people who were like bodybuilders and in yeah. shape. And then they sort of pivoted to say, no, let's have more of the common person fight against the gladiators. Goliath. And, uh, and I thought that was, uh, it was a really interesting show. And I guess the evolution was the first season was kind of a disaster. They didn't <laughs> know how to do the, <laughs> the games. They do the wrestling one on concrete instead of on a mat. They did all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but before I go into my, what I want to talk about is, did you, you guys obviously watch the show and what's any memories from Part it? Part of my Saturday morning. It was a Saturday morning show and I absolutely never missed it. Was that the beginning of your reality TV obsession, mm. Josh? I don't think I viewed it as reality TV. I think I viewed it as like, because like you, I watched professional, you know, professional, quote unquote, wrestling. That's scripted. Yeah, that was scripted. That was more reality TV than 
Well, I guess not. That's interesting because this was not scripted, as far as I can tell. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't like relationships and dialogue and you know following people around. It was just basically like a a really neat, uh, ingenious way to show like uh, um, a boxing match, so to speak. Yeah, or you know what I mean. It was like uh, it was just having people, small people, try to beat big people in physical events, and that yeah. was just that was just intriguing. Do you watch it anywhere? Yeah. 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 All of it? Um, I watched a lot of it. I was obsessed. Like, yeah, I'm trying to remember, it. like, the ones I liked the most, but I, it was so cool. Yeah. They, <laughs> they adjusted so cool. the games. It got better. Some of the early games were lame. Yeah. They had one game that they modeled after David Letterman had a bit where he jumped off the trampoline and had a suit full of Velcro. <laughs> that was and ridiculous. he jumped against the wall and stuck to the wall. Do you remember that David Letterman skit? Well, they did a yeah. Gladiator game based on that, where the, I guess Gladiator had to push the person and see if they could stick to a wall, but it would never work. So they had was there was there a Gladiator that, that that was there like a rock like you know of the Gladiators who actually became famous on the, outside the show at all? I think Nitro was on. Um, a couple of uh, shows, um, like Funny Man or something with. But they were all, but they were all like L.A. people, so right. they were all California people that they plucked, you know, because they had auditions for this stuff. Mm. Yeah, Gemini was like a played NFL. Yeah, they and, all uh, they all had some sort of past with. One of the one work. of the women was on a movie, and I remember the trailer was with John Ritter called Skin Deep. Do you yeah. remember this? That was Zap. Is that Zap? So yeah, I remember yeah, the line because yeah. I was a young lad, yeah. and I remember – maybe not saying but I remember she said something to him to the effect of, like, I've worked 10 years on this body, and tonight <laughs> it's all yours. And John yeah. Ritter's, like, hiding under the covers. <laughs> so, <laughs> was that was that the movie where John Ritter is is having uh, coital relationships with a woman, and then there's another man in the room, and they're both, like, wearing, like, glow-in-the-dark condoms, what? and they have, like, a – like a sword fight, that's like part. It's like a comedy, like a rom com. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Maybe I, don't know, maybe. I swear, yeah. I swear to God, it might be skin John Ritter. It sounds like it would be. I never scene. saw that movie. I yeah, it was some like rom com, and it was a funny scene because they had like one of a pink glow in the dark, they were like green glow in the dark, and they like anyway. It was. I'm not sure how it actually the scene worked, but I remember the scene vaguely. Yeah. So they they got real big. I mean, even the gladiators got yeah they uh, yeah the lightsabers got very big yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, you see that? Yeah, well uh, yeah. Oh, oh you're, you're what we're doing it. now. We we have to like comment on every joke. Yeah, wait, the A game is is brought. Josh, you better score all his jokes. Yes, to make him happy. <laughs> I got a pad out. Go ahead. Right. Um, my question is this: yes. toward the end, so I'm not going to spoil the end to this. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. They uh, so the gladiators at the end of the I guess they're on six, seven, eight seasons or something. Toward the end, they were realizing we're not getting paid anything of significance, <laughs> uh, and we're having they would go they went on a tour and they had to fight like the local, yeah, you know, bodybuilders or whatever at a stadium, and they kept to go every day one and just oh. were constantly in ice and having to uh, get hurt and everything, and. Yeah, it's true. Like I never thought, as watching it, that these the gladiators ever got hurt. I figured they were like made of steel, but it yeah. shows them, you know, like just completely. It was uh, real. Apart. It was real. Yeah, it was very real. Those competitions were real. There's one guy who was like a California looking guy, really long blonde hair, blonde, uh, yeah. kind of a Fabio looking guy. He he is that one where you, guy switched. Malibu. Like, His name was Malibu. Malibu is correct. Yeah. 
the uh, the contestant is swinging on a rope, and the gladiator is standing on <laughs> on a circular uh, pillar, and he's trying to knock him off, and he's got like this shield, this padded shield that if he can push off the guy swinging and stays on the on the pillar, then he wins. If the he falls off, then the contestant wins. He gets hit one time so badly he falls back. I mean, I don't know. Is he ten feet in the air? Oh yeah, easily. He, he falls. He gets up, kind of laughs it off. But then he said, "I had separated ribs, yeah, uh, oh cracked like sternum. Like he had like multiple injuries from what looked like a a pretty meaningless hit." Well, so, that's one of the, that's one of the things they said, Dave, in in early on in the documentaries. Like they only hired like four gladiators to start with, and right. they quickly realized, "Oh my god." You can't have these gladiators keep competing over and over and over again because they filmed multiple shows in one day, mm. and they were getting just beat up. Well, that gets to my point, which yeah. is um, at the end, they try to unionize, and they say, we're holding out unless we get more money. And the people of the show realize the star of the show isn't the gladiators. It's the concept. The concept yeah. is so we That's can get a new person in here. This guy's named Tower. They're on tour and they're like, you know, he's going to be fighting Tower. And Tower walks out. Never was a gladiator before. The crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, I don't care. It's, he's dressed up in your flag and, like, he's big and whatever. And uh, I, the question that the show poses is who was the star? You know, was it the gladiators themselves or was it the concept of the show? And I thought because, you know, they are – and it's interesting time to talk about this because, you know – Vanna like, White. Vanna White's a good, interesting example. Yeah, I, I, is she retiring? She wants more money. They're paying her $3 million yeah. a year to turn letters. Yeah. And she wants 15, <laughs> she wants which is what Pat Sajak got. Well, yeah. no, it's not Pat Sajak anymore, right? No, right. it's going to be Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, and another well, job. Well, and then you've got, you know, there's the writers uh, strike going on right yeah. now. So, you know, it's it's now that's a little bit different. They are the content in a way. But Whenever anybody says to me, like, white males have problems getting jobs in America, I just always point to Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, he's only one white male, but, yes, that's a great example. He is able he to have the land. Jobs. He really does. Yeah. Um, I'm landing on the side of it's the concept. It's the – that really is the moneymaker. It's, yes. It's, it's, it's Will Fortune. Are you saying that if they threw you two idiots in, in, in uh, USA <laughs> outfits that you were the gladiators? The no, show no, 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 you just have to have another big in person in the, in the, listen, Dave's exactly right. And here's why, because you got to have personality too, though. You're wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. That's true. This is the difference. And this is what they did. I don't know if they did this intentionally or if they did it by accident, but if you watch the show, like we did growing up, I remember distinctly. That after the competition, they would then um, interview the contestant. You know, how did that go? What did you think? Why did it work or why didn't it work? And then you get a, like 20 seconds – not even 20 seconds, two seconds of the gladiator. Of and so the run, gladiator course, never, yeah. never had a chance to build a persona beyond just their name and right. looks. They never had that opportunity. And had they had that, like I equate it back to wrestling. Had there been like a Hulk Hogan type of gladiator that never lost or that had some sort of tagline or that, you know, did some sort of move that was a signature move, then maybe there's something to be said that that fans and viewers would like, I love that gladiator. That guy's awesome or that girl's awesome. But that was never the case. They were, they were commodities. Yeah. 
right? I think I think that's the way the show was yeah was was made that they were commoditized and you could have really put really anyone out there. Yeah, they, the show they would give backstory of the contestant. I think you're right though, Josh. You bring up a good point that if you had gone that way and yes. made stars of the gladiators, the show might have lasted longer. That's maybe, I, maybe, yeah, yeah. But and you, you know what else you didn't see also is like I always wondered. I'm I'm a big stat guy, and I remember this to this day as a kid. I always wanted to know. Flash the stats. What is Malibu's stats on the cannonball? On the, uh, you know, like before this goes, like Malibu's won t- ten of their last eleven cannonball matchups. They never did that. Yeah. You never knew how amazing or bad. They, and the gladiators tended to do the same events. They tend. They didn't just switch up the events. They always tended to do the same events once they got into rhythm. What, do you, what event do you think you would be best at, Josh? Is there one in particular? Yes. There's no question. There's one in particular. Because it was the only one I would do. <laughs> the it, it's ball. the one where the tennis balls, where they fire the tennis balls at you. Because I'm like, there's no contact. I don't have to be tackled by a gargantuan <laughs> seven foot, four hundred pound man. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. What do you think I want to do? Any of the others? Where I'm That's... up on, what are, what is it on those rings? Remember they had the they had to go on the rings, and then the gladiator would come to you and wrap you up and drag you thirty feet to the ground. No, yeah. That you. was always the fun one. I agree. No, thank the, you. The worst one was like a goal line stand where the guy's yes. running with the football and the gladiator would tackle <laughs> yeah, you. No, thank that you. was not good for anybody. Everybody got hurt on that one. Um, that was a bad game. Yeah. Uh, I always thought the, uh, the, the joust one with the yeah, two. Yeah, I do. That too. I was surprised the gladiators weren't just good at that after a while. That they would, you know, or that they got some like training from. They did get a trainer. Remember they talked about that in like the second episode. But you watch the highlights. They're just swinging around like, yeah, you know, they're. Yeah. Don't have no idea what they're doing. It's yeah, uh, yeah. You have a little guy just you know rather than swinging it, they push, and sure enough, the gladiator falls off. I feel like they should have a better technique. I never saw them improve at that. But they need to remake the show. It would be amazing if they brought it back with all new stuff. Bring it back, new gladiator. The whole well, obviously new gladiators. You can't put sixty year olds out there, but it would be amazing. You don't think they're well? You know, you've got Survivor. That's not gladiators. That's an American. No, but I mean, we've we've taken the concept and and improved it so much that if you were to go back to it, do you still think it would be like you'd have to really make a good story out of it? There is nothing like it on TV today. Nothing. Hmm. Think about it. There's nothing. Uh, American Ninja Warrior. No, I I it's funny you say that because that's that's what I was thinking was the closest thing. It's American Ninja Warrior, but with with physical human impediments. American Ninja Warrior, you're just, you're just doing an obstacle course. Mm. Now, in American Gladiators, you do an obstacle course with gargantuan people trying to beat the shit out of you. That's a better dynamic, in my opinion. I think you'd have to be mm. really creative with the games. Like, you couldn't yes. go back to the simple games that they had yes. done. You know. you got, you, and and the, the sets would be so amazing today versus what right. they had in the, in the early 90s. They've got to recreate it. It'd be great. I don't know. That's a good question. Could it work today? And would yes. they have it? As 100%. a, you know, and when we watched it, we would watch, you know, it was on, you could have, what, 30 episodes in a season. Now we're used yeah. to chunks of eight to 10, you know, episodes. Look at a, look, look at Ninja Warrior, right? This is a great example. That's a, that's, I don't know how good of a show that is, uh, ratings wise, but it's been on the air for a long time, right? Oh, American I love Ninja it. Warrior. Okay. So I used to like it. Then it got incredibly dull for me because it was the same thing over and over. Yeah. And it's the it's the warped wall, it's the it's the salmon ladder, 
it's and I know they've changed up the the, the um, little events on, on the obstacle course, but the show got incredibly stale. But when you have American Gladiators, even though you're doing the joust every time, it's a different. You don't know what the outcome is, and mm-hmm. it's a different experience because it's it's person versus person. So you, yeah. it could be it could be anything. You you just don't know. I can't watch uh, 500 people run up a warped wall. It gets boring. But in the end, with the show, they the people who demanded more money they got kicked off the show yeah, of course, the show went on it ended up you know i guess yeah. you could say that the show won but they only lasted for i think a few more seasons after they left and then they brought them back you know to try to kind of recreate some um some interest so but it, it eventually died out but my answer is that it's the show it's yes. the concept of the show that is the winner not the individuals and i i do think it's interesting and it's it's sad to say because people want to strike more money, whatever. And a lot of times it's, it is not the person. It's the, it's the system that is. But listen, this is a great example because we're now learning this in a big way. And my wife hates when I say this because we're big fans, but I'm going to say it anyway. Jeopardy. All right. We will love Jeopardy. Watch it almost every night. Everyone, Alex Trebek. I mean, he's been a staple oh on that show for so long. And when he died, which was awful. Because I loved Alex Trebek. Everyone like, oh, no, what are they going to do? And now they have Ken Jennings and Mayim Bianca. I tell you, the show is just as good. Yeah. It's just as good. It, there's, there's, no, there's no fallout at all. I, I hate to say it. I don't want to say anything bad about Alex Trebek because he was awesome. But it's apparent that more than one people can do it, and it still can be good. You know what my favorite game show was? Uh, what was that? No whammies? Yeah. It's called Pressure Luck. And it's on time. Time they brought it back. With Press the Japos coming up, yeah. I love that. I love whammies. saying no whammies. <laughs> no whammies. You just like if the you, phrase. If you yeah. want a good documentary, you should watch No Whammies: The Pressure Luck Story. Come on, <laughs> that's not a thing. I, it is a thing. There's a guy named. I Michael tried to Wilson. watch. I tried hold to watch on, that. Hold Waco. on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Stay on topic. I know your ADHD is kicking in. You want to go to something else, <laughs> but we're right at Pressure Luck. There was a guy named Michael. I'm going to make it quick because you'll love it. This guy named Michael Larson, all right? Mm. And basically when Pressure Luck came out, he tried to get on over and over. He wanted to get on that game show, and he would tape it every day in his VCR. And what he noticed was there was a pattern to the lights. I did And there were only four patterns, Omar, four. The lights would only go in four uh, different patterns. Things. I don't even know. Sequence. Yeah, whatever, sequences, Four different yeah. sequences, right? And then he realized, oh my God, I know how to get 5,000 in a spin every time. And he finally got on the show and he did it. Boom, boom, 5,000 a spin, 5,000 a spin, 5,000 a spin. Oh my God. It <laughs> was insane. And it was so, the producers were like, they, they couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. And then finally they realized that it clicked like, oh my God, this guy. And he didn't do anything illegal or no. wrong. But he gamed the system, and they – you know how the shows would wrap up in half an hour? They couldn't wrap up his show because he wouldn't pass his spins. And he got, he had like – like an average win there would be like 10 grand back then. 15 grand would be amazing if you won that on Pressure Luck. He was six figures deep. He was 100 whatever, $40,000, whatever he did before he finally realized – I don't want to screw this up. Let me pass it. That's good enough. And the sad part of this is he got robbed <laughs> shortly after and died penniless. It was very sad. But this, but oh the story is amazing. The documentary is amazing. It's, it's really cool. 
And they ended up, they realized it, and they had to change the entire algorithm of the lights and put in something a little bit more complex and random. Yeah, randomize it. That seems yep. to make sense. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for uh, – that was – I ended up watching it, and I couldn't uh, – it's five episodes in this documentary about American Gladiators, and it was yeah. great. I just remember a lot That's of this, good. and so zoomed right through it. So, Josh, why don't you go next? Omar, you all right going last? Yeah, of course. All right, all right Josh, yeah. you want to go next? All right. Okay. Yeah, so um, a little while ago, in fact, it was about um, a year ago, um, on this podcast, I talked about uh, – so my college buddies, we always go away um, every year, and we rent a house, and we're there for a long weekend. You guys remember I talked I about that? Yep. And so we had an incident with our house last year. I don't know if you remember, but we got there, and the pool water was green, and then we couldn't go in it, and they had to – you know, the filter – they had sent someone over. The filter was broken. We, could, we couldn't go in the pool the entire weekend, so that was a big bummer because that's one of the main reasons why we chose the house. And then my buddy – in the ups, upstairs uh, deck, the top deck almost fell through the whole deck, and because uh, the they had like a one of those outdoor carpets on the deck in the middle, like a throw rug, and when we lifted it up after he almost fell through while he was sitting on one of the chairs, we noticed that all the boards were rotted under there, and so we you know we were we were livid. We're like, this is ridiculous. How could you know they don't tell us this? And there's no you know don't go on this deck. It could be dangerous and. By the way, sorry about the pool. Nothing. And we communicated with them. And long story short, we ended up fighting the thing. We're like, we're not paying the balance of this house. I mean, this is ridiculous. You sold us a bag of goods and, you know, none of the uh, the um, amenities that we wanted, the whole reason why we came up here, um, were not can available. Ask, can I ask yeah, you a yeah, question? Please. When, go, you, go, when go. you fight it among your buddies, yeah. are you like a ringleader or are you like the middle or are you like <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> That's a good Listen, I think he's in the middle. Uh, yeah, I, I that's think right. there's probably some that are like even more obnoxious. Oh there. yeah, first of all, half my buddies are attorneys, so that's that's the one thing. So they're oh my like, God. oh, this is no good. And <laughs> and so basically, the bottom line there was, we you can you can contest the house through the site that you rented on. I won't say what site, but you can contest it that way. And then you can also my my one buddy. And by the way, this was in St. Louis, and my one friend who I I, I tell you uh, I think I told you guys. We went to St. Louis only because he was so sick of coming, getting on a plane for this weekend. He's like, you guys have to come to St. Louis. So he's the one who got this house. So he put it in his name in his on his American Express. So we contested it on his American Express. And we told him, hey, go through American Express and tell them this and tell them we're not paying it because of these things that happened. Right? I love that you yes, one guy's responsible, basically. Yeah. Well, Girl, look. Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how it works. You know, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's brute force. And so what ended up happening was they both came back to us, the site and American Express, and said, okay, we have notified the um, the rentor of your issues and your complaint that you've oh, put God, down in writing, so and they have until this date to combat it, um, or we're considering the case closed. So we're like, okay, wait. So we were expecting the, the, them to come back to us and be like, listen – I know we're sorry. What if I take X amount off? Would that be would that be acceptable to you guys? And we should, would have said fine. We get it. But you know you can't you can't do this with your. Ha I mean it's it's awful. You you know this is the one weekend of the year we do this, and this is what you what you give us. That's bullshit. Um, but they never responded. The rentor never responded to either the website or American Express. So they both sent us letters or sent my buddy a letter saying case closed. It's over. So we're like oh this is awesome. 
we don't have to pay anything. Well, let me fast forward to to uh, this last weekend. My one buddy has decided, hey, and he takes my one friend who's in St. Louis, he takes him off the text chain, right? And just the rest of us, he goes, I have a great idea. What if we wrote a letter to our one friend uh, from a fake law firm and told him that we are uh, we are going to sue him uh, for (gasps) defamation of character? Because here's the here's the other part of this. My buddy's a doctor in St. Louis, right? The one who rented the house. The guy whose house it was, we found out as we were there, by the way, this is not a new revelation. But when we were there, we found out. He he said, "Oh, I know the guy who owns this house. Oh no, it's another doctor. But I don't know him well, but I know of him, and we have friends in common, right? Oh boy. So we we compart we put that in the brain bank, and then brought this out. And my one friend said, "Let's write him a letter." And he did. What well, he's an attorney, and he constructed this letter, and it was, oh my God. When I say it was beautiful, it was beautiful. The whole speak. And we were suing him basically for defamation of character. Oh my God, I love this. $50,000. $50,000, right? And the whole thing was, my buddy said, listen, let's just see what happens. Cause our one friend, he is a doctor, by the way, and he's a surgeon too, but he's also a bit of an idiot. Okay. He's, he's, he's very <laughs> does good. Does he listen to he, the show? He does. He's very good at what he does. He knows who he is. He's very Wait, is this at, the one that you that you wouldn't be comfortable yeah. having him as your doctor? Correct. The, that's exactly right. That is, yeah. that is man. That's that's show your friend. Give me his name because I live in St. Louis. I want to make. I sure want to use him. I bet you he's only, great. You only use him if you need a transplant of some sort, and I won't reveal too much too much more. But he's he's the preeminent guy, by the way. So he's the he's the main dude, which is amazing. So he's he did he's done something are, right. But are he's they a moron. necessary organs? Yeah, oh, these are necessary organs. Hundred percent, right, like some kind of yeah. weird transplant. No, no, no. This is not a uh, yeah. This is not a pinky toe transplant. Okay. This 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 you need. So, so um, so we basically use that knowledge that we had of this somewhat uh, consequential relationship between these doctors, and said, "Hey, we heard you've been bad. You've been bad mouthing me to other <laughs> the medical community, suing <laughs> you for fifty thousand dollars." And my one friend showed us. He goes. And at the end, he put a footnote in, like in italics and in small font. It said, you're being punked. Oh, right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so we told him, we're like, no, take that out. Take that out. Because we want to, we want to, we want this to really carry on for a long time. And so we then had a bet. So he goes, I'm going to send it. He sent it on Monday, this last Monday. He goes, let's take a bet on how fast he comes back to us. And I and I this, that was at an hour. Everyone goes ah, over an hour. I said under an hour. This is going to be under an hour. Sure enough, in literally like 25 minutes after he sent it, my buddy gets on the text chain. You guys got to see what I just got and sends it. He goes, These guys are suing us for 50. And we go first of all, they're not suing us. us. He's <laughs> suing you. And and then what's hilarious is he's asking my buddy, my other buddies who are attorneys, like, what, what should I do? What am, what do I do? He said first you need the lawyer up. But second, um, you should probably settle. I would settle with him for twenty grand, something like that. So, oh my know, god! Yeah, that's what we're telling him. And he's everyone. Everyone's, everyone's like holding it together. They're not dying. All in on it. He Facetimed all of us. He Facetimed. You know, you group Facetime. Oh, wow. like, oh. He. That's the best thing he could have done. Everyone gets oh, to man. enjoy it. It was yeah. hilarious. Now some guys stayed off of it because they they couldn't hold it together. But I was on it. I'm like, he's like, why am I being sued for this? I said, hey. 
do you remember, do you know, you knew the doctor, right? He said, well, I don't really know him. I'm like, but you, did you tell any other doctor about that weekend? He said, yeah. I said, there you go. It's your fault. <laughs> it was like he fed right into it. So anyway, so after about a couple hours of this, where he's freaking out, where he wants, we, we had a plan, like we, we, he was going to go to an attorney. We convinced him not to do that, that we, uh, we knew an attorney that would help him because we obviously don't want him going to an attorney and firing someone for a phony. Take on an actor. No, we, we were going to do that. We were going to do the whole thing. We had it all lined up, but then he comes back to us a few hours later and goes, you sons, sons of bitches. He goes, oh, I got it. I read the, I finally read the whole thing at the bottom. My buddy left that footnote in. And we were so pissed at him that he did that because we all told him to take it out. We were going to run with this. So my, this, the reason I tell you all this story is it was, it was so brilliantly done. It was such a golden opportunity that you don't get often with one of your friends to just really put them through the ringer in just a very mean and cruel way. Um, but in a fun way, in a fun, oh yeah, <laughs> fun way. it's all fun for the rest of us that we were so angry at our one friend who concocted the letter that put that foot out in. Let me ask where you, where you guys sit. Would you would you have put that footnote in, or were you or would you be more like us and say, get that out of there? Let's make this uh, uh, a multi week event, multi week prank, rather than just a, a fun two hour thing to scare the shit out of them. Were we in the wrong for for wanting that wanting that footnote out? I do. Well, if I go for it, I think when you're it's a lawyer doing it just for fun. Like oh, yeah. if it goes haywire. Wait, can we talk about this guy's character a little bit? Yeah, sure. 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 Like, is he the kind of guy who like, is he a troublemaker? Is he a rabble rouser? No, he's not. And the funny thing is, is that we knew it. The, the whole reason it started was really more innocent. Like, hey, how fast is he going to shit his pants, really? Because he's also, he's like you, Omar. He's got ADHD and he, he's not going to. The whole the whole thing was, is he going to read the whole thing or not? And we were trying to bet on whether or not he'd know it was a joke because he read through it. And then it was, no, he's he's going to be impulsive and read like three lines and see 50 grand defamation and skim and then go nuts and blow his top. And sure enough, it was the latter. And that's when it developed into more stuff like, oh, there's so much we can do with this. You know what I think I would have done? I would have yeah. kept it out of the letter. But when he called, I would have yeah. let it last for like, 10, 15 minutes, recorded uh, it, and then, yeah, you know, told him the real story. I think I would have a little bit longer, a week long. <laughs> we were going to go, Dave, this was such, we viewed this as such gold, as such a uh, a generational opportunity here. I mean, if you think about it, this is more than just putting Saran Wrap on the toilet seat and getting a good laugh when they when they piss and it doesn't go in the water and bounces back on them. Yeah. This, this is about having someone get so rattled. And having their whole world shaken, and you are pulling the strings like a puppeteer. And the funny thing was, he goes, he said, he said to us, which was hilarious, because his wife is, she is a firecracker. And he said, he goes, you guys are lucky, because he FaceTimed us at the, he, he was, he was at work, he was at the hospital when he read this and FaceTimed all of us. He was in his scrubs when he called us. He said, if I would have gotten home and not known and told his wife about this, she would have called that doctor who was. "Quote unquote," That's suing the, him, yes. and reamed him out, and we went, "Oh, that would have been amazing." Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> there is a limit. Is his wife? Is his wife like Susie on Curvy Enthusiasm? Uh, in a way, yeah, in a way. That's, wow, yeah, that's amazing. She, she would have gone off. We did a prank once. It was during COVID. We got together. We did our weekend during COVID, like a year into COVID. You know what I mean? Not the first 
initial uh, period of COVID, but like when everyone was still kind of worried about COVID. And we went up to the house and the prank was, and we have it all on video, which is, I'll have to show it to you guys because it's, it's hilarious. And we took bets. We were each going to call our wives one by one and put them on speaker. And we were going to tell them that this one guy in our group had to leave. He had to go back for like a family thing. And then he was like for a few hours, then he was coming back, which he did. And we were going to tell them that this guy came back and gave us all and found out that the event he was at, someone had COVID and that now we all have to be quarantined in this house for two weeks and we will be <laughs> gone for two weeks. And so that was the deal. So we each called our wives one by one, put it on speaker and recorded it. And his wife went ballistic and it was hilarious. We have it oh all. She's God. cursing. That is cursing fucking out. gold. It, it was gold. It was yeah. absolute oh, gold. It was man. so that funny. Is fucking gold. Yeah. Is she, and so we, she think it's funny? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, she didn't. I don't know if she thinks it's funny now, but <laughs> she was so angry with him and he couldn't keep it together. And then even when we told, when he told her, like, hey, hey, it's a joke. We don't have COVID. We're not going to be, she still, went, <laughs> she still beat the living shit out of him verbally. And, and it was hilarious. And he's like, you're on speaker. And she didn't care. It didn't matter. It was funny. Now, have you ever done this? I've had some pranks like that where maybe this is like the biggest jerk thing to do, but I would call your buddy and say, hey, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get this letter. But then what I want you to do is you tell these people, as soon as I got it, I walked right to the doctor and I punched him right in the face. And now I, I, I have a, the, the police are here. Like you could now <laughs> oh, yeah, reverse, reverse the joke back yeah. on, on your buddies. Have you ever done that? Yeah, that's good. We, I know I have because I know that you know when you when you flip the script on the person who's trying to play the joke. Yep. Um, but I can't think of a circumstance. A, a particular. You guys thing. are you both one? like jokesters. I love. Oh, I, I love, love how it. you do these like elaborate things. The the reversal is like justified because I I don't feel any sympathy for the people putting the joke. They were the ones starting in the first place. So yes. when you get to that place, like oh my gosh, right. this has gone right. out of control. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. We should never have done that. And that that's beautiful too. So you have to kind of pick and choose Question. which side you want to be on. Because once yeah. you do it, though, the the next joke is going to be on you. Like you you can't. That's you're true. The, you're the target then. But so you have to really pick your pick your. This spot. guy is such an easy target though, and that's why it was like it was gold. Yeah. It was it was absolute gold. Cause we just we we knew we knew his response before we even sent the letter. We knew exactly what was going to happen. He'd just lose his shit. Haven't any of your pranks gone awry? Oh God! And like, you mean like someone dying? What does that mean? <laughs> well, I got arrested for one in college, so <laughs> there you um, go. That's a right. It wasn't terrible. Uh, if I don't really want to get into, I probably should. But yes, I've had a few pranks that went wrong, and to the point where I was like, "Oh, why? Why do I do this? I should stop." Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's why I would probably do it, but then I would probably let him know quickly so he didn't do something he'd regret. I had one I felt really bad about. That was, yeah, it was funny. It got a great laugh, but I did feel really bad about the time. So we had, it was a job I was in, um, one, actually one of my first jobs, and it was right after 9-11. So, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I know this is going to sound weird, but it was like a, it was like a month after 9-11. Okay. Or like even like two or three weeks after 9-11. It was, it was right when, I'll tell you exactly what it was. Um, because it was right when they lifted the air travel. You know how they stopped air travel for a while? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so it was right when they lifted it and people were back flying. And we ha had this big open, like, trading floor, right? 
it wasn't the trading floor, but you, you get the idea. Big open mm. space, bunch of cubes. Think about that. And in the middle of them, we had a Bloomberg terminal. Okay. And so for people who don't know what a Bloomberg terminal is, it's basically just a computer that you can go look up stocks and, and news, whatever news yeah. and stuff like all related to the market. Nudes. Not nudes. Nudes. Yeah. There's no nudes on Bloomberg. <laughs> um, and, you got to pay extra for that. Yeah. And we had this one woman, Melody, who was in sales, and she comes roaring into the office, and she says, oh, my God, I have a friend who's supposed to be flying to X. I don't remember where it was, um, but um, I don't know whether she's landed, and I can't find her flight information, and, and I'm so worried with everything that's going on. It's, I'm so tense. I'm, 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 you know, and she was, lo- she was getting very upset, right, a little, like, uh, ragged. And I perfect said to target. her, perfect target, perfect target, right? This is how I felt bad. I said to her, and now you got to think of this. It's like 50 people that are all can, in earshot. Everyone can hear this. We're all sitting in cubes all around. I said, Melody, go to the Bloomberg terminal and look it up. You'll, you'll find the information on the Bloomberg terminal. That's where you'll get it. She goes, okay, what do I do? She goes, there. I said, it's voice activated. Just, just talk into the, talk into the screen. <laughs> so she is there. It's not, by the way. She's going. <laughs> U.S. Air Flight 25 from Chicago. What's the status? And she's going, she's going, Josh, it's not doing anything. It's like, I said, you have to talk into, you gotta get closer to this. Louder. Yeah. I felt awful because she was obviously like, in a, in a bad way. Yeah. She was, just, she was distressed that, that her friend, she couldn't find where her friend's flight was. And she just screaming at the screen like an idiot. And it was, it was very funny. That yeah, the, the consequence of that other her being upset. Yeah, she actually but, laughed. She actually, thankfully, she took it in good uh, <laughs> with good content. Yeah, she was pretty. She was pretty calm about it. Yeah, and I think it actually, in a weird way, kind of de-stressed her. Um, that you know it was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, that was that was. I remember that to this day vividly. It was so funny. She's just yelling at a computer screen, thinking that it hears her. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell about the ones that went awry for me because they're too painful to talk about. It's, Is it that bad? You got to give us one, Dave. You gotta, if, yeah, give us one. Yeah, you got to give us one. Can I tell you this one um, about the dog at my cousin's house? Have I ever tell you about that one? No. So this, uh, it's such a weird story. But so <laughs> my cousin was leaving for a trip to Florida, and they were driving from Wisconsin. So it's a fairly long trip. That's a and long trip. They had to leave their dog behind. Someone was going to take care of their dog. We had a guy. His name was Bill in our our circle of friends and he was like this military enthusiast guy who's really weird um and he said hey when you're gone i'm gonna hang your dog he like am i and he what? but in a in a he meant it to be funny he kidding he, around in a yeah. weird sense of humor right yeah that's and weird. so my cousin was like go ahead i don't care like she just would call <laughs> this guy's bluff all the time yeah and uh so then um the sunday before they were driving back he, this guy Bill and a few buddies said, "Hey, we're gonna make a fake dog and we're gonna hang it from their basketball." Hoop. Oh my God! Did I tell the you? Fuck! That? This is awful. What, is this basic <laughs> instinct? This is awful. <laughs> All right. So well. So then I was like, I, well, my first, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. That's stupid. So then before they go to my cousin's house, they stop at my house and they say, "Hey, come look and see what we did. We made a dog." And what oh they did is they God. took some. Two shirts, they like somehow sewed the two shirts together. So the two sets of arms were the legs. Uh, and they made this sort of head. And it looked like I was who's like, wow. doing this? I don't know. It's some idiot friend. Is this a clock? Is this, wait, is this a scene at a clockwork this orange? This is so awful. It's so anyway. So I looked at it. I was like, wow, you guys put a lot of effort into this dog. I thought, all right, let's do this. But if we're going to do this, 
like we have to be quick. We got to get in and out of there quickly because I don't want the neighbors, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird thing to do, but my cousin was yeah, kind of Josh. Kind yeah, of right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we get there, we do it like, you know, mission impossible. We like get their rope over the hoop and tie in where we go. But where I realized, you know, when you see the dog in the car, like on the ground, it's on, it's all fours. But when you hang it from its head oh. and the legs are hanging down, it doesn't look like a dog anymore. So yeah. uh, what it turns out, my uncle, my aunt, and this my conversation is very, very awkward. I, I just four cousins drove back straight from Florida. They get no, they in, didn't. and they got in like where it was kind of dusk into dark. And as they pull up, they see what they think is a body hanging from the basketball hoop. They and, left their uh, vacation early, Dave. They left their vacation. No, early. no, no, no. They they oh, were coming oh, back oh, anyway. But oh, when they pulled up to their oh, house, oh, what they oh, saw oh. was something hanging from the basketball hoop that looked like a body. So uh, we were hanging out that night, and we said, all right, let's drive by and see what they said. Because for some reason, we thought they would be like, you guys, you guys got us. <laughs> we pull up to the house, and my cousin comes screaming up to the car and says, please, I won't be mad. Just tell me it was you guys. She was like – she thought you know, it was like some kind of like perverse oh, prank. Like, she completely forgot that Bill had said about the dog, which I, I don't know why we uh... thought she'd remember. She thought someone and, was sending her a message. Yeah, some like <laughs> really weird signal or something. And my one buddy was in the car in front. It goes, it wasn't us. And she comes oh. to me, and I was like, oh, it was us. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. And then god. she was like, I won't get mad, but she was mad as it turned yes. out. Yes, that's she, a that's a bad one. So we drove off, and we were all like, that was really a bad idea. Why do we yeah. do that? Why do we do that? And so I had a lot of apologizing to do for that. So stuff like that I've done. I know it sounds really – it's a lot different than a shell yelling at a Bloomberg terminal. But I, feel ba- I, feel, I don't feel bad about mine anymore now that you told that story. <laughs> That's not my worst oh my one. Oh, my gosh. So That's I've got funny. a few others too. Just, But they were not anything in the last 10 years. I think in the last 10 years I've been much, much smarter. So There you go. Yeah. You're maturing. I am. You're growing up, Dave. Omar, let's wrap this baby up. What's your topic tonight? I had a lot of options, by the way, at this time. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, Josh <laughs> gave me a shitty TV show to watch. Waco. I almost I had to stop watching what? it. It was so depressing, and I okay, can't depressing, listen to depressing, depressing, or shitty. Depressing. There's a huge difference. Depressing. Like it's a it's a documentary. It's a true story. It's fascinating. Yeah. So I couldn't watch that. Right, mm. and then my other friend drinks out of a faucet. Still, I'm like, who what? does that? I wanted to talk about? about that. Exactly, a person that we know very well. What do you mean? What do you, out of hold faucet? on, stop. They they turn the faucet and put their head underneath it. Yes. Okay, but I've done that recently. I, I tell you when I do it. When I, I get up in the middle of the night and I want something to drink and I forgot to bring water up, I'll put my hand under the faucet real quick, get something, go back to bed in the bathroom. Yeah. Of course. What am I going to go downstairs, get a coffee? How about if you're in the go. kitchen? In the no, kitchen? No, no. That's ridiculous. Okay, he was caught doing it in the kitchen. Okay, yeah, that's is that weird. your topic? That's fucking weird. Nobody could be. <laughs> no, he can't. That's not really oh, a topic. Oh, we can stretch that out. That is weird. That is, is I don't weird. understand the, the rationale behind that. Yeah, he's got a lot of problems, okay? But don't so, forget, when we grew up, we used to drink from the uh, garden hose. Didn't you ever drink from the garden hose? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's way worse. But when you're that thirsty, that wasn't today. it delicious from the garden hose? Even that metal yeah. taste, but you were it was so cold. thirsty. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah that was nice. Good Metallic. Days. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so Sometimes I a little wanted to talk, and dirty. So, 
My yeah. topic is neither one of those two. It's something Good. a little different that happened uh, last night. So oh. last night I'm having dinner in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and I am sitting next to this lovely couple, and they're talking about you know their what their other what the rest of their week's gonna look like, and they're mentioning going to this restaurant and that restaurant, and I'm like, oh, they're clearly visiting, right? So I I go I go I'm sorry I'm like hi you guys. Visiting, like, yeah, we're, you know, uh, we're here for a week and we, you know, we want to take a break. And I'm like, oh, where do you guys live? And they live in New York. I'm like, oh. And we talked about that. And I'm like, I'm like more importantly, let me tell you what restaurants you have to go to when you're here. And we talked about that a little bit, right? Yeah. And then um, we start talking a little more. And it turns out that the guy, um, his name is Idrid. Oh, don't Edred. give his, don't give his name. No, listen to me. It's going to be, he's famous. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. At, he play, he plays the lead in Hamilton, literally. Oh, wow. the lead. He's the lead in Hamilton. Is that Lin Manuel Miranda? Lin Miranda, yeah. Yep, exactly. And they just they, <laughs> they did their last show in Puerto Rico, so he's here, and he was here with his fiance or wife. I think they're married, but they're about to move in together. Hannah Cruz, who used to be who they met on the show on the Hamilton play, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's about to have her own as a lead in a Broadway show. Guess about what? The Da Vinci Code. Well, you didn't let me. You didn't let me guess. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, you said guess code? about what? And then that was going to be my guess. By the way, darn you! I was. I was going to say Mary Todd Lincoln. I mean, how do you convert that related. into a Broadway show? It would be kind of like cool, Vinci right? Code? Yeah, you could. You could make that into a Broadway show. Yeah, yeah. It made so Rocky. Eat. I've got the codes. You want them? Da Vinci. What right? That's, that's the lead number right there. I think that's. <laughs> I think you're on something with that. Yeah. So, I never saw the so, movie. So I, you know. You know, I don't know, like, I decided I just love meeting artists and, you know, people who sort of create their own path. So I, of course, like, you know, I bought their – I paid for their dinner. Of course. Of course. That makes sense. Of course. And and so <laughs> and so um, they – apparently they found out about it and – Found out about what? About me paying for their dinner. Yeah, but they find to. out? You know that's going to happen, right? <laughs> well, I told the waitress not to tell them. I told the waitress not to tell them. But what are you what are you talking about? Because I didn't want the acknowledgement. It's better to do these actions to do that. Right. But, but anyway, my point is it doesn't matter. They they knew it was me. Fine. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're like that curvy enthusiast with Ted Danson donates the wing and it's anonymous. Donate by anonymous and you tell everyone, Hey, I'm anonymous. I think Omar like flipping his credit card up and That's down. That's you. Just you're anonymous. So but they did they did thank they're like, listen, you know, whenever you're in New York and you want to go to our shows, we can return the favor. Please let us know. And awesome. I'm like, huh. That's like but I, I didn't do it for that reason. But now it's kinda of cool because like so is that what should I do with that? Should I say I want to go to a Broadway show? Yes. And, 100%. But like, can I, I ask? I, but I, when I go to these shows, I need to be second row, not front row, second row center. What's the difference? Well, my point is, if they give us, if they give me like shitty seats, shitty seats, oh my I'm God. not going to want to go. Front row is serious. Are you being serious? Well, this is like this is my question. Should I factor that in, or, do, or should I assume as long as I get backstage passes, that's the most important thing? Oh, now you want to go backstage? Yeah, of course. So then, I want to yeah. know. I want to know what goes on back there. I want to see all the ropes. You know all the ropes they have? I don't, whatever those ropes do. Yeah. I want to see what those ropes do. The sandbags? You want to yeah. See the Isn't that the job? Really, Is there really sand in there? <laughs> Isn't that the job of the key grip? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew what a key grip was. So, I don't know so if I if I if I follow up and actually he sent me a DM on Instagram. He's lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Well, 
is it weird for me to say I love to come and I look forward to meeting you guys backstage? No. Wait, wait. Before you go into that, can we back up with the story yeah. because we gotta we gotta squeeze out the embellishment here, right? Okay. So, because yeah. um, we know that it's embellishment's part of the story. Uh, so you're sitting next to them. They're talking. Is it? Are you at, at tables? Yeah, tables. T- two tables. tables. So like, you're not a, at a bar. You're at tables. Correct. Okay. Correct. So they, you're eating, and then it's time for their check. Oh, how do you intercept the check? I guess that's my. First yeah, how, how, you went. You got up off the t- from the table. We had the same waitress, and I yeah. told her on my other shoulder, I'm like, hey, listen, can I please pay for their dinner? Mm. Don't let them know it was me. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, in a loud whisper. It was obviously very loud whisper. Like, yeah, and that's and then she did that. Okay, so you were assuming they would be like. Wait, someone paid for my dinner. Who could that be? Who could that be? It, it, could, be any, it could be anybody. Here. Listen, guys, I try to be have a little bit of humility, okay? It's what if they had a, no, you don't. What if they had to lean to the people on their left and said, thank you so much, and they took right. credit for it? Yeah, what, what would you do then? Have you guys ever kept Mr. someone in a, in a Starbucks or whatever, and they don't see you tip it, so you take the money out? You want yeah. It, they want, yeah. So I've done that before. Yeah. So I probably would have caused a ruckus, maybe. Remember, Costanza did that in the Calzones. Yeah, yeah. Because I take care of my paisans, and he puts it in. The guy turns his back. He doesn't see it. But you, you do that too, right? You wait till they're looking, right? Of that's course. The whole you point. Yeah, to. that's not – okay, so I'm not being selfish. Yeah. Um, so, you, okay, so you intercepted the check. Were you still sitting there when they – did you just get up and leave so the whole thing happened? No, well, they talked to you. So they, oh, that's they right. We, him. No, we left before they did. So that's why I paid. So how, But how did they offer you the tickets to the yeah, play? how did that happen? He did because we he they followed me on Instagram. I'm sorry. What? And they, they asked me what my what my Instagram was, and I gave them it. And then they the guy texted me and saying, "Hey, listen, let, okay. let me know if I can return the favor." Let me ask you a key question. Let me ask you a question. When you woke up, did you think it was real that all this happened? Yes. <laughs> yes. He goes, "Hey man, it's great to meet you last night. You really didn't need to pay for our meal. That was truly uh, too kind. We would love to repay the favor next time you're in New York." Bless can I ask you. how much was their bill? Give it a uh, It was a couple, two, 200, 200 bucks. Yeah. So in exchange for Broadway seats, that's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. So you, number one, you have to backstage take – Backstage passes. Oh, you don't know it's backstage. But how do I – that's my point. How do I get to that point without coming you, across as you, a jerk? Oh, that, that's don't. a good question. So he, now he's got the offer. He wants to yes. parlay them into a backstage. I get without it. Without coming across as someone who's not grateful. I yourself, get it. Right? I get it. I think you can't do it because – if you were to to broach that and say, "I hope to see you after the show," oh, that's one way to do it. Actually, yeah, I was thinking I've got Ooh. two options. Ooh, I just, Let's get dinner like after the show. Yes, or Josh, want, that's it. That's it. Or you want to grab a drink after the show? <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! And they'll, guys, they'll say, and they'll say either yes, and then meet me backstage, or they'll say, yes. you "No, know, after the show, I like to decompress. Why don't you just come backstage afterwards?" This is great. Yeah, I'm sure what, this okay, is the wait, first wait, wait. time this podcast has ever added any value to my life well, outside right, of content. Play it out, though. Please. Play all those scenarios. What if they say, sure, love, love to meet you. There's a place next door. We'll meet you there. Then what does he do? He has to meet him. Well, yeah. yeah. But listen, can he? Listen to me. I would be the darling of Broadway. If I can get into this this demographics. That's a big leap. That's a big Yeah, leap. I could be like the guy who discovered the Backstreet Boys. One of those guys. How are you discovering anything? These people are already on Broadway. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the guy played Alexander Hamilton. Well, maybe I could be their agent. They have agents. Oh, that's not as true. good as Omar, though. Probably. 
I'm not a very good agent, actually. What knowledge does Omar have about the industry? None. I think the other option is you say, hey, uh, love to see you. Uh, thanks so much. <laughs> By the way, I have a podcast. Listen to episode 49. Oh, yes. And then they. No, that is part of our dinner conversation. Yes. yes. I talked about our meeting on the podcast. And then you can tell all their Broadway friends. And then, and then, hear me out. What's the guy's name? Ed, Edwin, Edwin. Edred. Edred. Featuring Edred. As Alexander Hamilton in the in the Broadway musical Hamilton, sponsored by FTS Friends Talking Shop. <laughs> if they could do that and put that on the playbill, that Edward, would be great. Well, Edward and Hannah. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you get our name of our podcast on the playbill, Omar? That would. Now that's bringing us into the now. Into the circle. Now we're talking. Yeah, now we're yeah. talking. You and can't it, think. Just and if yourself. they could, on like their three-cornered hats, if you could put like our maybe, logo, maybe <laughs> that would be maybe amazing. we do a uh, Hamilton-themed episode. No, wait, what? What number president was Hamilton? Was he? President? He wasn't president. I think, uh, he was, yeah, he was never president. Three point five staff. No, he's not title? chief of staff. He was Secretary of Defense in the in the Iraqi War. Treasury. <laughs> he was the treasurer. Yeah, uh, first treasurer. First I thought you were serious. No, I was not. Well, what if we did a fake? Wait, wait, was, he a, the, wait, was he the weapon? Was he the WMD guy? Yeah, he was the weapon inspector. Yeah. Right, yeah. he was the one. He was the one. That's who he was. Yes. But I think oh, we do a fake God. podcast where we make Omar seem humble. Where we say like, Omar, this is great. Maybe you could get backstage pass. And Omar would say like, No, I, I don't want to impose. Guys. And we would say, But Omar, it's been your dream to be backstage. <laughs> like we know this is your dream. This is your chance. And you could say no. Uh, my anxiety won't allow me. Like we could make up a podcast where when they hear it, they'll be like, "Can you hear this guy? He's got real problems. We should get him backstage." I think he has an in right now with what we just mapped out. He's literally it's asking me to good. be backstage without asking me to it's be backstage. It's very good because, like, I know late night places still in New York that are still open. A few, but maybe they can take me to a place. It's I, not about I feel that. like I'm losing touch with my city. Okay, first of all, your city's Baltimore. That's number one. That's where you were born and raised. I grew up in the you suburbs. You lived in New York. You lived in New York. <laughs> suburbs. I became, I became lived... half a man in New York. Okay. This is uh, the plan. We have the plan. It's excellent. Yeah, it's a very yeah. good plan. Yeah. You just have to follow through with it, and it would be so cool. It's so not look, a great it, plan. It's got 25% of, of working out. I, I think it's got more. I think, I think it's higher. He, he, He's not, are we he getting backstage him. or just getting a drink? No, no. It, this is all about backstage, not even about the drink. Yeah, the I, drink, I think the drink is the is the can I come backstage question. I understand about that. I think there's yeah. a chance they say mm-hmm. love to meet you at the restaurant. Fine, and then, then so be it. Then that's uh-huh. where it goes. But okay. let me actually, guys, let me ask you this: Do you think that if you spent time with you know these creative, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cultured, you know, you know, people, <laughs> that they yeah. would find you interesting, that they actually want to see you again, theoretically? Me, yes, a hundred percent. Dave's a rock. So ah, I know he does. That's right. It depends on whether they need more rocks in their life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that'd be a fun dinner. Big country. Yeah. Are they big country fans? They're big country. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you bring up big country? People in Broadway love talking Oklahoma State basketball. But yeah, I feel like I've uh, I feel like I've had a resolution to this thing. This is good. You I do. Will, it's, I will, a, it's actually pretty I will exciting. execute on that. In you the know next what you know what it reminds me of? There's a, there's a show on Netflix called I Think I Think You Should Leave, and mm-hmm. it's a skit show. It's very yep. funny. Yep. And one of the skits on the new season was the guy goes through the um, the drive-thru, and he says, oh, I'll just take a burger and fries, right? And he says, and you know what? I'm going to pay for the guy. I want to pay it forward. 
I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to pay for the guy behind me. He goes, so, you know, so he's like, okay. He's like, no problem. And then the guy, as soon as he gets out, he zooms around and gets the, gets the guy, he gets behind the guy that he was just behind in his car and goes to drive through and he goes, I'll take 55 burgers, 55 fries, 75 milkshakes, because <laughs> he wants him to pay it forward to the next car. That's and the guy gets out. That's what you are. You're that guy. You want to pay it forward, but you want something in return for right. paying it forward. That's, that's terrible. terrible. That's which defeats the, the whole purpose of paying it forward. That is the David, can I have some backup here? That is terrible. Yeah, Why is it I terrible? Think, I, I just said that's a great example. Thank I, you. I commend you, Josh. <laughs> Your topic was how do I make the best of my great gesture? That was the, That's the title of your topic. It's good content. <laughs> was it good content or not? We're all, you know, we're, no, we're here. here. You know, exactly comment on the content on the show. That's an after show. Uh, oh, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But, but I, you know, listen, I I think there's a there's a lot of room for improvement in all of our behaviors. You know, <laughs> what, what 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 kind of wrap up is that? That is that. <laughs> that that's not even that's so true. To what you were saying. That's so true. You know, it's at the end of the day, we should all be more thankful. I think yes. that's that's right. Yes, that's very right. much so. That's, very much so. Um, Follow well, through with this and report back to us and let me yeah, know, I will. know how it goes. I'm dying to know if you get can't back you, to can't you do you it now? Us, then you can tell us what a key grip does. Well, I'm in New York in a uh, – I want to be there for a few days, and I don't want to do it immediately. Like, hey, I'm next week. Can I come up? Yeah, you, you do. You do. Because really? Look, yeah. I talk, look, these chance, these chance occurrences – Right, these chance meetings, they fade very fast. The, uh, your 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 gesture of buying their meal. That's a really good point, correct. Josh. Every day that passes, that becomes less and less of a great gesture in their minds, and then eventually they'll forget about it until they're reminded. Oh, remember that guy picked up our meal once? That was interesting. And then they, that's it; it's gone. Mm. So you got to strike when the iron's hot. I'm in New York next week, and by the while they remember you too. By the way, yeah. Hey, I want to take you up on that. I'd love to come see your show. Yeah, and you I think a week's a little too a week's a little too tight. It's a little no, too it's like, not. you know, Kate Fear, Kate Fear. Omar, you didn't just look. It would be weird if you. No one's going to think you bought a plane ticket to come to New York just because they made that offer. It would be one thing if you were in if it was in your town and they said, "Hey, if you want to see a Broadway show here." Or she a show in Puerto Rico that I'm in, let me know. And you did it right away. But okay. you know when people say to you, like marketers call you guys, hey, I happen to be in you know town today. You want to get That's coffee? It's way different. Is it's it? Not even, it's not the same thing. You did a David, gesture. They, David, they, do you agree with what he's saying? They well, offered unsolicited. They, that might be unsolicited they offered. My, my instinct is to send a response back, say, that's so nice of you. I only I only will do it as if I can take you out for a drink after. And then and they give it a little bit of time. That is so good, oh, that's, David. That's then good, yeah. say, David. hey, that's real good that's Look real good at line. David. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Cool. Oh, Boy, this rock is great. getting some movement. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not just lying I, there. I, you know, I'm incapable of giving a compliment without being dismissive at the same time. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. 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 David, so that was fantastic. Great. Right. Thank well, you. That's, that was right. fantastic. But, and then, but give it a little bit of time in between that message back and I'm in New York. Because if they say like, "Oh, great! Well, when are you in New York?" You're like, "Well, now as it turns out, I'm there in a couple weeks." This is why. This is why David's the boss. It's yeah, <laughs> very good. It is good. I would reverse it though. I would say like, "Listen, I'm actually going to be in New York next week." So, yeah, look, I'm actually going to be in New York next week. 
I would love to. I'd love to see it. Can I take you out for a drink after one of your shows? Yeah, no, see, that's I, what I, I just said. Like, I wouldn't. Do I would bring somebody with me, and like, who would I bring? I bring like my goddaughter. Okay, well that's, that's nothing to do with anything. Well, actually, my niece moves to New York in August, so maybe I'll do it then when my niece is here. But she loves that stuff. Okay, but don't let it go too long. They're gonna forget about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to like be able to show off things to like your godkids and your nieces. Yeah, see, and do you do you understand what you just said again? What? Everything you do now is with a purpose to make you look better. No, no, you don't understand. I don't have kids, okay? I need to maximize. I do understand. Care- I need to maximize caretakers for me. Listen, okay. You, That's what I'm you, thinking about. you have an ulterior motive with everything you do, and it's just been revealed <laughs> yet true. again. You had an ulterior motive with with buying them. Arterial. Not ulterior. 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 You have that motive too. You have all, all the you have all the motives, and now you have a motive for bringing your goddaughter to show her how cool you are. That I can get. No, I'm being silly about that, but I, I do. Of course, are I love you? her. Are you? How many? How many godchildren? How many god? How many? I think I. You I have seventeen. No, I would say like nine. Is that, nine. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, and you're prepared to, to raise these children if it comes to it? Yeah, of course. You should yeah. have clauses. It, it was, that, everything I do, because everything I do with a kid would ultimately fold into all my other friends' lives, too, with their kids. It wouldn't make a yeah, difference. I, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, um, no. You should have a clause that once you're the godparent of four, all the other godparent uh, contracts that you have are dis, are dissolved. I would or, get an attorney on that right away. Or that would be a great reality TV show. What happens if all nine of them – or on a on a flight together on a on a. Oh on my a God, ride. Josh! I'm just bringing up uh, a specific. Jesus, don't you talk about. thinking about this when you accept yeah, your nine listen, godparent nine, responsibility. Yeah, you, you have nine kids on your doorstep. Yeah, you don't want that. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, you're not <laughs> thinking through these things. This yeah, is why we're here through. too. You got to yeah. think through of every possibility, my friend. We're here to help you on the things you want to hear about and the things you don't. Well, and, this uh, was very good. Through. David, David was wonderful. It was just wonderful. It really was. Every show, if you go back, listen to it backwards, I say something insightful. Yeah, there's I think show. that there's this, this might be our apex. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right before our 50th. Yeah, right. Our oh, you have to say, at 50, it's all downhill. All downhill. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. Well, on that happy note, let's wrap up this episode. Yes. We're looking forward to episode oh. 50. 50's coming up. 50 extravaganza. Yeah. We'll have uh, – it'll be more like a variety show. There'll be some singing and dancing, and uh, lots of stuff will happen. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Again, our email address is friends at FTS.media. Feel free to let us know what you think. If uh, we said anything offensive or wrong, you can keep that to yourself. But everything else, <laughs> send to the email address I just gave you. And until next time, hopefully it's not – Can I make one request from our, from our listeners? Why not? Sure. Um, if any of you want to write in – about something that really pisses you off, let us know because I'm sure it pisses one of us off too. Off too, something that happened to you. It'd be nice to hear about somebody venting. We would love yeah. that. Or give us a it topic that you're, that, that you're confused about. Omar, if they, if, they wrote in, if they wrote in something that you bother them, you would not want like that. <laughs> you, you, you're assuming it's one of us. No, I'm not saying us. I'm saying in life in general. Like some guy today oh, cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. It annoyed me. Yeah. Right? Yep. 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 Like stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, please. We would, especially for our 50th. You, if you've been listening to more than 10, 
you owe us an email. So yes, for our fifth, I agree. Yes. I agree. And, Are you driving and, on a road and there's a car ahead of you that's going like four to seven miles per hour? Four seven? Not speed up? 47 or four to four, four, seven? I'm sorry, like five okay. miles per hour. Okay. Like, and you can't get, and they're not going, they're, they're, I don't know what they're doing, but it happens. Yeah. And yeah. what do you do there? Yeah, you pass them. Or you honk your horn. That's a horrible example, everybody. But uh, something that well, I, actually I, I, I'm is just trying to figure it out. What, what, yeah. what, what, what do you mean by that? No, I'm saying these people. It, it it arouses this sense of, you know, angst and frustration. It's the, it's the Michael Douglas movie falling down. Falling down. People people who don't email. Yeah, I'm okay. saying let it out. Let it oh, out. Yeah. Oh, let, let it out. out. All right, I, I got it. it. I'm with let you. I'm out. with you. Yeah, yes. thank you. Thank you. By the way, I somehow landed up. By the way, I had no idea how I, how I got there. But <laughs> well, somehow landed. Landing. We're here to help you. We're we're your co-pilot, Omar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, everybody. See you later. See ya. Smell ya.